happening? What is all of this? Did you see that article? Every year, these liberal elites kidnap a bunch of normal folks like us and hunt us for sport. Hello and welcome back to Scream 101. I am Brennan. And I'm Sergio. Uh, yeah. Yes, we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you not have much more planned beyond that? No, I just, you know, felt briefly crushed by the, you know, awe-inspiring overwhelmingness of the world right now, you know? In this exact moment? Yeah, just, you know, as happens from time to time. What a delightful thing to share on a podcast. Yeah, I was just trying to bring the energy up and I was like, you know what? I don't have any... <laughs> <laughs> um but what are we here to review today brennan we're here to review the hunt 2020 um the 20 stands for how much we had to pay to watch this movie <laughs> that's true we paid quite a bit well you paid quite a bit thank you by the way you are welcome um and also you're welcome to blumhouse and universal for for all that money um and look i i do think in terms of like the streaming service i mean the movies that have gone directly from theatrical to streaming i think 20 bucks as a streaming price is totally fair. Yeah. Especially because if you have a family or if you're watching with a friend or a Sergio, Mm -hmm. like splitting it up is cheaper than Mm -hmm. if you had actually bought tickets at a movie theater. Yeah, that's true. It's just, it's a, it is a tough pill to swallow. as like a one-time streaming rental purchase. Yeah. Cause 20 bucks would typically buy you the Blu-ray DVD combo pack, you know? And that's not what we got here. We got to just enjoy it for a limited time yeah. in our living room, which was fine. Well, but yeah, but that's also, you know, how movie theaters work. That's um, true. It's just, it's, it's tough to translate that to I'm at home and I had to spend $20 to watch, you know, Hillary Swank for 20 minutes. Um, but yeah, we don't have any 10 word reviews because cinema is canceled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there are no new movies other than this one that we haven't done. I think, cause we already did the invisible man. We did Emma. We're not oh, watching, yeah. we're not yeah, watching yeah. Bloodshot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess stay tuned for Lovebirds. <laughs> and Do you know that got a release date for Netflix? God, I don't know. I know Trolls World Tour is coming next month. It's You mean in April? Oh, shit. That's this month. Yeah. Surprise. It's coming this month. Do you know when in April? Uh, Mid-April, like the 20-something. Cool. Um, so, yeah, get ready for that. The next big movie release. Anyway, um, we are here to talk about The Hunt, um, the 2020 movie that is technically a 2019 movie because the president was like, nope. <laughs> and they were like, okay, we'll just come out later. I don't know what I don't know what the decision process behind that was. But here's the plot. Twelve strangers wake up in a clearing. They don't know where they are or how they got there. In the shadow of a dark internet conspiracy theory, ruthless elitists gather at a remote location to hunt humans for sport. But their master plan is about to be derailed when one of the hunted, Crystal, turns the table on her pursuers. And Crystal is played by Betty Gilpin of GLOW. And that's the only important thing to know about this movie. End of podcast. All right. We can all go home. All right. Well, we are Just home. We all are, yeah, we are all home, hopefully, <laughs> currently, at this time. Um, yeah. So continue. Um, we rate all of our movies on scariness, campiness, effects, and quality. Uh, Sergio, what's your scariness score? Two. <gasps> okay. I gave it a one. What scared you? Gore. Oh, that is true. That does affect you more than it affects me. For me, it, that's more of a, like, hooray score. <laughs> yeah, you were straight up cheering some moments. You were like, yes. 
bloodlust. Give me more. <laughs> it's I the safest it. way to experience bloodlust, you mm-hmm. know, in the movies, cinema. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's an action comedy more than it is, like, truly a horror film with gore moments. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, a sto- or sto- or that. there's a story that Betty Gilpin tells about a jackrabbit and a box turtle. Oh, that goddamn story. I hated that so much. Did, did you hate oh, Here, let me run it through it, and then we'll talk about our reactions to it. Go um, for it. But basically, it's literally the tortoise and the hare, and I'm like, why is she telling us the tortoise and the hare? Like, I know this story. It's taking such a long time. But then she ends the story by saying that even though the tortoise won the race, the hare like comes to his house and murders his family and murders him and then eats their dinner. And she's like, because the jackrabbit always wins, baby. And I was like, oh, that took a grim turn. So that was a shocking reveal in this movie for me. Mm-hmm. But you hated that? Um, I mean, I guess I liked the realistic aspect to her rewrite um, because we all knew that, no, that the tortoise and the hare is just complete shit. Um <laughs> Well, yeah, because it, it depends on the elites, like, being cocky and, like, making a mistake. And that's not always how it goes. Uh-huh. Um, but, but, yeah, I thought it was unnecessary. I thought it was a nice metaphor for the movie. Um, and I thought that the way that it tied in at the end when she sat down and had the grilled cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, spoiler alert. She yeah, we're, we're spoiling this movie. Um, she survives. <laughs> she is our final girl. Um, and she has a great grilled cheese. Uh, like that was a like nice tie-in, but I didn't necessarily see the point. Yeah. Did you? Did you like it? No. I mean, I I liked that they did do something to change it because I was like, this is we're really going in detail on this story that we do not need to. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so, what's your campiness score? Campiness score four. Oh, okay. I'm giving it a three, so I'm just trailing behind you in all of our categories. I'm just more generous in general. Uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty campy. I thought it was pretty, um, uh, fun. Uh, there was a lot of great one-liners and then the first kills are very, um, played up for, for gaffes for fun. Like there's that whole sequence, which was pretty gory. Yeah, um, it's, it's super gory, and also there it it's all of the like more famous celebrities in the movie just getting mowed down immediately, which yeah, is fun. Yeah, like I don't think anybody with any name recognition survives the first ten minutes of the movie. I mean, you got Hilary Swank who shows up later, mm-hmm. um, and if you count Betty Gilpin, you can. Um, I think she's on her way to becoming a, a big name, but mm-hmm. she's not that yet yeah those two are those two aside the other stars in the movie are dead within minutes oh yeah like we've got we got our emma roberts who yoga pants yes her character's name is yoga pants um and i definitely thought she was zosha mamet for about five minutes uh-huh. which is her entire screen time um because of the like ridiculous platinum blonde wig they put on her uh-huh. and then we got some justin hartley who saves a woman who was impaled yeah she fell into a pit of spikes uh, and then he pulls her out and then they manage to run onto a bed of landmines land and then have her torso is still alive and cognizant oh yeah it's very silly look it this movie the first gore gag in the movie is hillary swank stabbing out a man's eyeball with her high heel mm-hmm. and it looks it's cartoonish like mm-hmm. it, it's it's if it expects us to take it seriously, it's making a mistake because it's very silly. Mm-hmm. And then 
And then, yeah, so back to the woman and her half torso. Oh, like, yeah. It's still alive and talking, and it's like, please kill me. And then Ike Bernholz is like, no, I can't do that. And she's like, you fucking snowflake. And then she steals the gun out of his hand and then just shoots herself dead. Yeah. And, you know, um, I guess we should mention part of the reason that this movie was, like, caused a stir back before its original release was because it is about, like, the people running the game are these liberal elites, and all the people who are being killed are these, like, conservative quote unquote redneck hick whatever deplorables deplorables um and this movie definitely did read a lot of trending hashtags on twitter and repeat them for us so that was something that it did Mm -hmm. um i thought some of the satire was like oh okay i'm enjoying this yeah i thought it was okay um and some of it was very scattershot like uh, a contemporary ryan murphy show where he definitely just looked at tumblr for 12 seconds and was like all right this is what people are talking about i'm i'm gonna do it Mm -hmm. um yeah some parts are really funny um i liked the okay we're we're jumping around um but uh there's two scenes that deal with race um uh in one scene it's an elderly couple talking about like what is the correct term for someone who is Mm African-American? And then they were like, NPR said that black is fine. Um, And then she was like, but NPR is run by who now? And it was like, by whites. And then they were like, we're terrible. I was like, oh, that's great. You know, finally, like people are acknowledging their truth. Uh, We (laughs) love that. Um, And then there was another scene that I thought was pretty funny um, in which they were deciding who was going to be shot at, um, like who's going to make the, the 12 spots to be mm-hmm. killed. Uh, and one of the people who they were debating on was like black, but then everybody was like, Oh no, we could never do yeah. that or whatever. And then they were like, well, it'd be racist not to kill someone because they're black. Mm-hmm. And then I don't know if they ever resolved that, but I just thought it was really funny to see them. Like all, everyone was like, Oh, absolutely not. We could uh-huh. never. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, it, it's supposed to be about like, aren't both sides just crazy. Um, and it's kind of like desperately non-committal mm-hmm. about actually making a point. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of the like smaller moments are fun. Like Betty Gilpin goes full on, uh, Sharni Vincent from your next and is just murdering the shit out of everybody. Um, and there's a part where one of the, um, elite women, um, the dude that Betty Gilpin is with doesn't want to kill her because he's like, she's a girl. And Betty Gilpin's like, she asks her like, do you think you deserve mercy because of your uh, gender? And she's like, of course not. So she just shoots her right in the face. Yeah. And it's like fair. Without missing a beat. Um, so there are moments like that, that are, I don't know, like silly campy kind of grindhouse B movie fun. Mm-hmm. And then other moments that are just like, there's a whole extended sequence where one guy is saying that these refugees that they find are crisis actors. And not only does it not make sense, it's just not funny. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's so weird. Um, anyway, I mean, mainly the campiness just comes from Betty Gilpin just living her damn life and being awesome and kicking ass. And there's a, like a 25 minute fight sequence between her and Hillary Swank that goes like all the way up and down and across and throughout this mansion. They take a little like two second breather because they both are super tired from the fighting. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Which, yeah, that was so great. And like, cause they kind of bond throughout the fight while they're trying to murder each other. Mm-hmm. Like they keep running into glass things cause the glass is so clear and they like actually break through one of them and they're about to go through another glass door, but Hillary Swank's like, oh no, the glass. Mm-hmm. So they open the door and go mm-hmm. through while they're fighting. Mm-hmm. That sequence, I think, is pretty great. Mm-hmm. Like, all throughout. Yeah, it was very, 
I'm trying to think of names. Uma Thurman and uh, Lucy Liu. Not Lucy Liu. Oh. Why am I forgetting her name? Is it the? It's Bernita Green is the character she's playing. It's the the lady from Sensei, right? Daryl Hannah. Yeah. Not necessarily. Although that one, like, there's two fight scenes in the Kill Bill movies in the separate Kill Bill films. Uh, that I guess you could say is like that, or just two women going at it straight up, mm. and that would be one of them. Uh, but I was thinking specifically of the first initial fight sequence in Kill Bill between oh, okay. oh, Thurman oh, oh, and oh, sh- a name that I am drawing a blank on. Oh, oh, hold on, it's coming to me. It's coming. Oh my god, um, she dated Fifty Cent. How am I forgetting? Well, it's just like the second that you need the name, it goes away. Um, that's how it always works. Give me hints. I want to guess it. Give me just the initials. Okay, well, I need to find it first. Hold on. All right. Um, I was right about Daryl Hannah, though, and I'm very proud. Oh, okay. Well, VF. Oh, ver- no. Nope. It's not Veronica Fox. It's Vivica, oh, Vivica A. Fox. Fox. Um, whose name describes her? Vivica, a fox. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes. So, yeah, it is like that. It's like this knockdown, drag out brawl that's really fun. Mm-hmm. Very elaborate. Oh, yeah. Um, Makes full use of the entire Like living situation Oh yeah and it has some banana pants Like wire foo like Betty Gilpin kicks Hillary's swing and she goes flying across The room it's you know it's Really ridiculous and when it embraces that it's super Fun mm-hmm. um, Yeah I think that's about all I got For that for campiness anything else um, I guess A campy moment for those of our For those of our listeners who are like lit heads Is that apparently there's a play on animal Farm in there there is and they do have like a solid discussion of Animal Farm as they are dying next to each other. Yeah, it's a great time to, to get into high school. It, um, but yeah, I thought that was fun. Cool. Uh, so, what's your effects score? Three. Um, me too. I like. I think it is a fun, gory movie, but the effects aren't that good. I don't think there were many effects to really like. It's not like an effects-heavy movie necessarily. Um, do you disagree? Are you like there were some effects that were just terrible? Um, no, I just think I, there was a a slit throat that looked super CGI that I didn't like, mm-hmm. and then the eyeball on the high heel. I was like, this is some like church Halloween haunted house bullshit. <laughs> um, but beyond that, I mean, like the bulk of the fun gore is in that sequence where all the famous people are getting exploded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was fine. None of the effects ever really pulled me out of the movie. Um, then the movie I thought was kind of bigger than I was expecting it to be. Um, I thought that it was going to be just like poor people kind of fighting one another in this thing and maybe surviving against someone who's hunting them, hunting Mm. them, hunting them via the dangerous game. Uh, not via, but like, you know, a la dangerous game. Uh Um, but that wasn't what we got really. It was them in Croatia. Like kind of like traveling along Croatia, being and they were on a train at one point. They were in a little shack. It was meant to be Arkansas, but it was really just Croatia, um, and all that was surprising. Uh, but yeah, it certainly was that. Um, but you didn't like it. I have more to say about that. I want to f- wrap up effects really quick, though. Okay. Um, there is a part where there's a shotgun that's in the middle of being cocked, so it's like open, or I guess it's in the middle of being loaded, and Hillary Swank like closes it on Betty Gilpin's arm and that was a really intense like that was a really like those scenes of or and you know I I really react to gore scenes that are about the the kind of like intimate pain and violence that can actually like happen or that you can relate to Mm -hmm. it's like we've all pinched our skin in something and that's just like taking that to a crazy extreme Mm -hmm. 
and that scene was pretty gross. Yeah, and that was a pretty creative way to trap someone. Oh yeah, that was I'd never seen that. Yeah, in a movie before. so I was like, good for you guys. Y'all, y'all did that right. Yeah. Um, but yes, so about the kind of expansion of like, we're going through Croatia and hopping on this train and they're refugees. Yeah. There are refugees on the train, but also one of them isn't, he is one of the rich people who has been like apparently with the refugees for days to like eventually trick the hunt people because he knew the train was going by at that time. This, this look, the second you pull at these threads, it falls, the sweater falls right apart. Yeah. Um, and it's like they built a fake gas station to make it look like it was Arkansas, um, which is populated by two of the hunter people, but it's like, what if, what if the people ran the other direction? They would just be in Croatia, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's it's really ill thought out, um, just as a characters creating this plot. Um, but also, it's not really about the hunt at all. Like, it is about Betty Gilpin being awesome. And kind of a broader conspiracy and a bunch of political satire stuff, but mm-hmm. the like Hunger Gamesy battle royale element of it is completely dropped immediately. Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of like a weird road trip movie almost. It feels very disjointed, mm-hmm. and it feels very it it the pacing feels very quick because of that. Because you're like, wait, am I watching three different movies? Mm-hmm. But it doesn't feel coherent or like it's kind of living up to the promise of the premise. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that was stuff that happened because of rewrites? Um, I think the movie was, they did do reshoots as a result of whatever the original controversy was. I just listened to an interview with Betty Gilpin. So I don't think that's true actually. Like, cause I think they shot it in March and they just did, they didn't change it as far as I know. Oh, okay. They might've re-edited it. Okay. Um, but I don't think they shot anything new. I think everything we're seeing is something that was shot originally. Okay. Um, but you know, I'm, I wasn't there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who knows? Um, yeah, I don't know. It, it, you could be right. I, I th- don't know. I was just assuming. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I do think this movie is compromised by not wanting to stick to its satire, um, because it's pretty unclear who this movie is actually for. Because it's like trying to poke fun at both sides, but kind of just being non-committal. Um, I think the thing that is most annoying to me because it affects character and performance is that Betty Gilpin's character, Crystal, we learn almost nothing about her Mm -hmm. um, except that she doesn't approve of Hillary Swank suggesting that she's going to murder a bunch of conservatives. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's the reason she's been brought to this place. Um, Whereas everyone else is kind of like a conservative asshole who has a Twitter account or a podcast or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, So I assume all of them were involved in saying that Hillary Swank was going to do all that. I think they all participate on the same blog. That too. It's that's also semi unclear. Um, but in the things that we learn about her backstory, they are completely afraid to tell us anything about this character's politics mm-hmm. because they don't want to commit to making like a conservative or a liberal, a hero mm-hmm. in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're, sup- it's, this implication that she's conservative because of the group that she's been picked in, but also they display almost nothing politically conservative about her other than the fact that like, she knows how guns work. Mm -hmm. Um, And she served in the military. Yeah. So like, there's a lot of dog whistles and signposts, but they're really skittish about giving any sort of trait to this character. And the only reason this character works is because it's Betty Gilpin and she's doing a good job, but the character is nothing. 
she is a blank slate. Like she has no life and no presence in this world Mm -hmm. other than like she is violent and kind of a badass. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I don't know. It's just frustrating to me Mm -hmm. because I think if the movie committed more to any sort of principle, even if it was something that I didn't like, um, I feel like I could understand that character more and that's important to me because she's cool. (laughs) Okay. Fair enough. I, that didn't really, strike a chord with me as it did with you i just thought she was a really cool badass character i understand your rationale and where you're coming from uh but yeah i totally didn't get that i did not think clearly uh <laughs> or as uh deeply as you did regarding her character but but yeah i can see that i can totally see that thank you did i say what number i gave it i'm giving it three out of five for yeah, quality said, oh quality well quality i don't know that i gave it a number what's your quality i would have given it a four okay fair uh it's it's probably more of a three. Um, I had a lot of fun watching it. Look, give it what you're feeling, you know? Probably like a three, if I'm being oh, honest. Okay. Yeah. I'm just like, four, that's some high praise. And this movie did surprise me. Um, mm-hmm. Like I'd already said, like I didn't think it was going to take the turns that it did. It was much more deep than I thought it was going to be. Um, or you mean like more expansive? Yeah, more expansive. Um certain jokes were really well thought out Mm. uh they gave a lot of kind of backstory to hillary swank's character which i love me uh an anti-villain i was rooting for hillary swank honestly um yeah you were that was strange you know uh i know who i identify with the liberal elites the coastals it's the double oscar winner oh of course yeah wake me up when call me when getty built betty gilpin gets her oscar i will look Uh, this is one of the only movies in contention this year, so you never know. Yeah, you know, yeah, just her and Margot Robbie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so I don't know where I was going with that, but yeah, like um, I liked that backstory for those characters. Uh, so it was it was entertaining for sure, but like nothing uh, outside of the kind of fun one-liners I think are going to last beyond this watching of the movie. That's fair. I think I would rewatch that final 25 minute fight sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know that I'd ever care to rewatch the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any Anything else you want to add before we uh, kind of wrap up? No. I think one thing that kind of gives me or makes me sad for the movie is that I feel like it's unevenly paced in uh-huh. that we get really just two huge sequences. Three. You can say three. In which characters are dying like a lot real quickly and then like there's a lot of just exposition and like kind of meandering plot during the rest of the time yeah and the plot is the weakest part of it yeah by and I was far. Just, like i really don't need to know all this stuff like it's kind of bringing me out of it uh and it would have been better if they just kind of like spaced the deaths apart a little bit more like those scenes are cool no doubt because they're so few and far and in between but like when you're just like three really good fight sequences or kill sequences in the movie like it's like ah. It's a slog to get between. It's a little bit of a slog, but having said that, it was still entertaining slog overall. Yeah, like I, I also had fun with it. Mm -hmm. Um, Is it worth twenty bucks? I mean, if you have, like, whoever, if you're a household and you should not be inviting people over, but if the people who are living in your house number in the like three or four, and everyone wants to watch, I think this is totally worth like five bucks a piece. You know. Mm Um, everyone can Venmo you. <laughs> I was gonna say, you gonna make your ma Venmo you? Be like, hey ma, give me five bucks on the Venmo. If she wants Cash to watch out. the hunt, yes. All right. Um. Anyway, yeah, that's gonna be it for this week. This is kind of a short episode because it's just you know 
It's exhausting just existing right now. Yeah. Um, as for what we're doing next time, I have no idea. Um, we might do a movie that ties in thematically with this one to try and stick with our kind of like franchisey theme, but that's kind of been dashed to the wind at the moment because we were trying to go for more newer movies. But the movies have been canceled. Yeah. Uh, we might be doing some stuff that's streaming. I'll let everybody know when we figure it out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, until next time, good luck on your journey. And stay gold and stay safe, everybody. Yes, please. Bye. Bye. This episode was brought to you by Pod People Productions. To find more episodes of this show and others, please visit podpeople.me. It's podcasts for the weird at heart.